Hey, 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 what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Wind Down with Tamika J. Yup, that's me. Yup, you know what time it is. We are going to get into this subject. I'm just going to go ahead and just dive right into it. We're going to be talking about vocal insecurities and my journey with it, how I, how I just handle it. I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. So, um, let's do it. I think that many vocalists go through this. I think we all go through a wave of vocal insecurities because we're human and, you know, and we want everything to sound great. So, of course, you know, when we go to the studio, when we go to a performance, we want our vocals to be at the best. But there are things that happen, you know what I'm saying? Um, environmental factors as well, you know, allergies, you know, maybe too much singing can cause the hoarseness, um, vocal injuries, you know, there's so many things I can go on and on that can cause um, a, uh, I would say maybe a disruption in, in vocal ability. And, but vocal insecurities really, um, for me, started at, um, I'm going to be honest with you guys, and I hope I'm not making anybody upset, but it started when I, when I started singing in the church, really, I was in a praise team. I was singing at a church in Tampa. I went to college in Tampa, University of South Florida, what's good, hey? And so I decided to join a praise, praise team. I, and I, it was me, two of my roommates, and a, a mutual friend of ours. And I remember all four of us, we, our voices just sound so dope together. Even to this day, if we ever see, when we see each other, um, we always have to do a song because the way our voices blend is just beautiful. But anyway, I was not trying to talk about that. Um, I started feeling the insecurity in church. And the reason why is because I felt like, you know, if you want to be a soloist in the church, you know, usually the person who does the solo or the lead singer in the church is the one who has the highest range, who can do 500 runs, who can do the the lowest range, the highest range. Basically, their range is like a piano. And I know for me, I know I can sing, y'all. I know I can. But... I know that my voice is my vocal. I have a vocal limitation because I I'm, I'm not a soprano, <laughs> very far from a soprano. But I know that um, I know my vocal ability. But I always felt that maybe the reason why um, I wasn't picked for a solo or wasn't um, paid attention to when I was singing in the church was because of my vocal limitations. And I just want to talk a little bit about my my vocal ability. I know for sure that I am an alto. That is, that's the foundation. And um, I'm also a female tenor. So basically, you know, like when the guys are singing that tenor part, guess who can sing it too? She can, yep, I, I sure can. 
and also I know that I can I I I can go higher at times. I always tell people tell people this on, on my good days I can go high, honey. So you know to a second soprano, but I always felt that, especially when I was singing in the church, if I maybe sung higher, sang song whatever the word is, <laughs> if I would sing higher. If I did more runs, then maybe I'll get more attention. And, you know, and I always felt, too, that I was I would always get in my way as well. You know, in the church, they say, you know, be careful of the enemy. You know, in the church, we call, um, we call it the enemy. In the world probably calls it, you know, bad vibes or negative energy. And sometimes when you have an open door of insecurity, the enemy, negative vibrations, whatever you want to call it, can sometimes creep into that that door and start messing with your head. So there were times when I would make things up in my mind, thinking like, oh my God, you know, the pastor probably didn't pick me because of this and that. So I got in my own way. And there's also um, true situations that did happen that didn't help with my, my vocal insecurity. And one of the things that had that helped me with my um with the vocal insecurity i did a lot of things and i'm so glad that i did them because i still do it to this day i remember singing in in the church and singing in the praise team and i just felt i didn't i didn't feel god i didn't feel like singing was fun anymore i didn't want to go to rehearsal it made me feel sad to sing at that church but anything outside of it I was happy and because I loved singing so much even with the whole vocal insecurity situation I knew the best thing for me the best thing was for me to step was for me to step down so I stepped down the um the praise team which was literally the best thing that I did um and this was all in college and I just knew that it was best for me to do that. Another thing that helped me during my college years with the vocal insecurity was really, really diving into my songwriting, really diving into the guitar, really, really diving into who are you to make a vocally, not what the the church said, not what my pastor said, not what people said, but what I said and what God said. And that really, really helped me um, heal, heal and also um, get better, really, with my my vocal, with the vocal insecurity. I don't want to keep saying my vocal insecurity because I don't want to claim no insecurities. We don't want to we don't want to do that. We don't want to I don't want to claim anything. OK, um, but I'm just letting you all know I'm just being very, very, very transparent and. And through the college years, you know, um, went through it and stuff like that. But I was still singing. That's one thing about me. Like, even if I'm fearful of something, it it, it, I, it may not. I don't. It 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 doesn't show because I just do it. Like the stuff that I put out, all my like projects. Like sometimes I'm afraid of it. I'm like, oh my god, what are people going to think? This and that. But then I just go ahead and do it. And but even through the fear and the vocal insecurities, I was still doing talent shows. I was still still doing it. 
and, you know, give myself a pat on the back, you know. Um, and that's another thing that, that helped me with it, was just really pushing through the, the fear and pushing through the insecurity. And so then, you know, was in Tampa, moved to Miami. And when I moved back home <clears throat> to Miami, I was doing a lot of, um, I went to a lot of open mics, went to a lot of um, like showcases. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, that helped me be more vocally secure. And it's such a weird thing because when I was in the church, when I was singing in the church, I was vocally insecure. But when I was singing um, outside of the church, I felt vocally secure. And, um, you know, and I was, you know, and I'm not going to lie. It felt good to go to these open mics and these showcases and have some sort of validation. And once I started singing, like I started singing more opportunities were happening, you know, studio sessions started happening and, you know, I'm not going to lie, even though I was feeling vocally secure, there were moments where I was just like, damn, you know, um, I, I wish I can do this to my, I can do this to my vocal. I wish I can do that. I wish I had a higher range. Cause then, then I started getting, then once again, then what happened? I started getting in my own way. You know, you go to a showcase and you, you see someone singing and singing and they're singing all these high notes and doing all this stuff. And you're here like, okay, you know, and you see how much the crowd loves them. You're just like, okay, maybe that's what I need to do. And, uh, and so once again, through, through that releasing projects and writing more really, really started helping me more. And then so fast forward to, you know, my thirties or, well, I should say my mid twenties, well, late twenties. Um, I went, I had my phases of the vocal insecurities. It wasn't as bad. Um, when I was, um, singing in the church and another thing that also helped me I forgot to mention this when I was in college that helped me with the vocal insecurities was also also um having grace critiques and I say grace critiques because they they were with love because I have a very powerful voice um I've, I've been told that I don't need a mic and I remember one of my friends said to me she said you know there's there's beauty that she said something as far as like um, you don't have to sing a song so so hard, and you know you can you know you can have some softness, and I love that because she she just wanted for me just you know ha- have some softness to the voice, and so with what she said, it let me know what um it, what am I trying to say? I learned dynamics with my voice. Okay, now fast forward to my late twenties. Um, Started, you know, to being Tamika J, um, you know, projects happening, things like that. And then, then I'm not going to lie, vocal insecurity was not really much. It was a thing, but now it, it went into vocal insecurity to just wanting to be right all the time vocally because of being afraid of people's opinion. And 
One thing I will say about this quarantine situation is that you have a lot of time to reflect on the whys, the whats, the hows. And during my time of being quarantined, I really dissected my vocal insecurity and why I sometimes always want to be right vocally. And I'm going to get to that. Then something happened that was really, really dope. I went on a TV show called The Voice. And do you feel like, okay, Tamika, vocal insecurity, like, what do you got to be afraid of? You, you're, you're in a show. Like, come on, Tamika, stop tripping. You're right. You are right. But this is what happened. When I, I did the voice two times, as you, as you know, and even though you go through it as a vocalist and they pick you because you're dope, there's a lot of, there's too much opinions. It's too much from the vocal coach, from the producers, from this. There's, sometimes it's just, it's too much to the point where vocal insecurities start to happen. Artist insecurities start to, insecurities that you never even thought were there start to pop up. And I remember because you guys know the story. They, season 17, they were trying to coin me as a rapper. And I remember coming back home and trying to figure out why. And then here it goes again, y'all, with the vocal insecurity. Did they pick me as a rapper because my voice wasn't good enough? Did they pick me? They, were they trying to coin me as a rapper because I didn't hit? I don't, I, I don't I can't hit all these high, 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 high notes that I don't do all these runs. You know, all these, all this stuff starts to come to, you know, come to your mind. And then I was, I was asked to come back to season 18. And knowing me, I pushed through fear. I pushed through insecurity. I said, yes. And I did it, and it was a great experience. I don't regret anything with The Voice. I loved it. But unfortunately, after season 18, I went through the biggest vocal insecurity. Everything that I said before, the vocal insecurity and and church, had nothing on what I went through after season 18. Because I... Like I said, it was just, it's just, sometimes it's just a lot of opinions. And to make a long story short, I remember um, the voice, I mean, the song that I, I, that they gave me was Ain't Nobody, but I chose to do an island version of it. And I will never forget my vocal teacher said, can you rap on it? Can you rap on Shaka Khan, Ain't Nobody? And when she said that, Played again with my vocal insecurity. I don't want to. I don't. I keep. I don't want to say my vocal. Inse- started playing with the vocal insecurity, not mine. I don't claim that. Started playing with the vocal insecurity. Why does she want me to rap? I. I know I can sing. Like why? You know all these things, and then, you know, 
you know, then you get opinions from, you know, the, the, I don't want to say the whole band, but then this person, you need, you need to sing this higher. You need to have a moment to make you need, you need, you need to have this high note. Can you do a run here? So you can have this moment and you're just here, like in the vocal room, like, ah, y'all put me on this show because y'all believe in me but why you haven't y'all trying to have me rap on Shaka Khan's song this and that and then I remember um one of the coat um one of the judges Kelly Clarkson she was saying and she said the season 17 and she said the season 18 she's like your pitch something's off about your pitch and I'm here like uh-huh and then as soon as I got off stage my vocal teacher came up to me she said I didn't hear nothing there was I didn't hear nothing pitchy so you're going through I hear pitch you're so pitchy I don't hear no pitch you're really great can you rap to the and you're just like ah it's just it, and it played with I almost ooh, I almost felt like I almost felt like crying wow okay <laughs> and I was just uh let me take a moment mm. it was just a lot and after season 18, I came, I came back and I, I was thankful to be honest that I was relieved that I didn't, I wasn't on, I didn't continue the show. That's another story. <laughs> and, but I do remember, and this is something I don't wish upon anybody who, who's a vocalist. This, I don't even want to call it vocal insecurity. I just want to call it just, um, and, and I like to call it spiritual warfare. You know, um, the um, people like to call it psychological warfare. It was not even insecurities. It was just like I was I just because I went through so much. I went through so much people in my ear. Sing it this way. Do it like that. Do this and do that. And I remember I was like, let me let me do what I know to do, because I always, you know, anytime I'm going through any anything sometimes I'll just grab my guitar and I'll just sing sing through it because it'll make me feel better and I remember I grabbed my guitar I had the journal right in front of me just in case a song was about to pop up and I just started crying I did not want to hear the sound of my voice oh my god this is making me emotional oh my god Ugh. I didn't want to hear my voice and I put the guitar down and I just started crying. I was like, why do they want me to rap? Why do they want me to do this? I was just like, and I needed to cry. I needed to purge. I just needed to cry and, and get and get those feelings out. And then so you know what I did, y'all? To make me feel better, to heal through it. I started praying, of course. I started worshiping. I didn't think about my pitch. I didn't think about how flat I was. I just gave it to God. And then I remember the, 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 um, there was another day. I was like, I'm going to sing through this. And I grabbed my guitar. And I just started singing. I didn't care how I sounded. My neighbors probably thought I was crazy. And I just started singing. And I started crying and I'm I'm strumming that guitar. Breaking the insecurities, breaking the opinions and the fear. And I just said, I love my voice. I love the the 
when it's on pitch. <laughs> I love it when it's flat, when it's sharp, when it's off pitch. I love my low tone. I love the fact that I can go real low. I love the fact that I have the capability to go high. I may not be able to go that high, but guess what? I love it. And I just kept on playing that guitar. Then I started like then I started writing songs. Just started writing. I was singing every I mean like I always sing, but I was I was singing now then I would go to open mics I'm like I'm going I'm not I'm going to combat this I will win this I didn't get a a chair turn all all the stuff I will win this I will not let this let I will not let the enemy win or whatever you want to call it negative vibrations whatever the fuck I will win you know and and it helped me so much. And then the quarantine situation happened. I was supposed to do a concert. This concert was supposed to be just a, a, a intimate vibe with Tamika J. Just original music. And I wanted my fans. I, I hate to say fans. I wanted my supporters. I wanted my... I'm trying to think of a cool name to call my um, Tamika J supporters. But I just say supporters. I wanted all my... Uh, almost maybe I should call them call y'all family. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, I just wanted to just create a concert so, so that you guys can know me better. And this is why I do the podcast and everything. You know, so, you know, disclaimer. So y'all could get to, get to know me better. Um... And, you know, the coronavirus happened and coronavirus um, happened and I was like, okay, you know, I was like, well, all right. So, you know, so I was like, let me do some more covers. If you follow me on YouTube or Instagram, you'll notice that I've been doing a lot of um, videos. So I was doing a lot of videos really just for fun. I didn't have any plan to it. This is this wasn't really me trying to get like famous. Is this was me just having fun. And then I felt some of that insecurity that I felt when I was on the voice and I was in, in the church. And I was like, what the hell? Why is it here? I ain't got no show. I ain't got no concert. And then I was like, let me pray about it. Let let me really, let me get the knives out and really start doing surgery on this because what's going on, God? And then it was like a light bulb moment. I've been overwhelming myself to subconsciously, vocally please people. And I forgot to have fun. I forgot about it. I was so into, I gotta make sure I do this cover for YouTube. I gotta make sure I do this cover for for Instagram. And because even though I was having fun, there was still that thing in the back of my head was like, you are so wrapped up in, you know, the duties of being an artist. When you forgot to have complete 100% fun. Then another thing happened. I was watching this um, video. And it it, it talked about why vocalists um, lip sync. 
and you know the importance of it and stuff like that so I'm watching it and one of the 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 guests he said the reason why people have so many vocal insecurities is because they're afraid of people's opinions and I was just like okay God yeah yeah after I did season 17 of um of the voice I read the comments, which I do not recommend. I heard the beautiful com. I saw, not heard. I, I, I read the beautiful comments to the nastiest comments, to the point where, when I when I was doing the covers during this whole COVID nineteen situation, when I was just doing videos, the reasons why I felt the little insecurity starting coming back because I was afraid of that happening again. I was afraid of the bad comments. I was afraid of it because they're not good to read. I'm going to be honest. I'm a strong woman. I really am. I'm a strong ass artist, but I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. Reading negative comments about yourself is not fun. It's not. And then, so I said, okay, let me dissect this more. And I said, I remember I told myself, and I prayed about it, instead of trying, hmm, let me say this again, when you do a video, a singing video, a music video, whatever it is, do it for yourself first, don't think about nobody else, don't think about the IG numbers, don't think about people's opinions, don't think about nobody but yourself, did the song make you feel good, yes, that's all that matters. And when, when you're ready to share it to the world, you do it. You, 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 then you could do that. But I had to come back. I had to get into the fun of it. Oh. And then I was listening to this sermon by Sarah Jakes. And I was listening to this, um, this live video with um, this gospel artist. I think his name is John. Um, and I know I, I said I used to sing the church, but I low-key don't know a lot of gospel artists. I, I'm going to be honest about that. <laughs> and I was listening to this live today with John, I think his name is, and Chrisette Michelle. And they said two things that stood out to me. Grace and Sarah Jakes. Not two things. Well, Chrisette Michelle and John were talking about grace. And Sarah Jakes' sermon was talking about honoring the gift. And basically what I took from that was honoring the gift you honor your gift your vocal ability whether it's your writing whatever by having fun with it by enjoying it not being too hard on yourself not overwhelming yourself this break even though my heart goes out to everybody who's sick and who has lost love loved ones because of this coronavirus but on the flip side on the positive side it has given me such an awakening of who I am as an artist, I'm so ready to give myself new music and I can't wait to share it with you guys. I can't wait to share what the things I've been learning. I am honoring my gift by by not listening to any fear or insecurities. I'm honoring my gift by having fun. I'm in love now with I've never posted these many singing videos ever, but now I'm honoring my gift by just having fun and posting it. I recently just um, released an album called Genreless. I released it 
because it made me feel good. And I told myself, well, if it's making me feel good, I'm sure it's going to make other people feel good. That whole instrumental album was made from love and made from peace and made from beauty. I'm in love with the fact that people are messaging me and DMing me and reposting that Oh, I want to cry so bad that the fact that that album is is relieving people's anxiety and people are saying, I slept through this album. Thank you. And it was all because of love. I didn't, I wasn't thinking about people's opinions. I wasn't thinking about marketing strategies. I did it because it made me feel good. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. And then Chrisette and John's live, they're talking about grace and just having grace through the situation honoring my gift and having grace through the journey has been this I feel like I'm on a freaking cloud I needed this for myself I hope that this blesses somebody I know I'm talking a lot and it's this I'm already 28 minutes into this podcast but I just really felt it in my heart to talk about my journey through my vocals and what I've been through and how I've been able to 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 heal from it and things that I've done to just better myself. I still can't hit the highest note, but I don't give a fuck. I don't care that I don't hit the highest note. I hit the, I hit the, the note that's relieving people's anxiety. I hit the note that's making women feel more sexy when they listen to my songs. I hit the note when people say, hey, I listen to your song, say, man, I can relate to you. I hit the note of just blessing people. And that's what I want. And so where am I today with the insecurities? I am so much better. Let me tell y'all, I was singing this song last night and I love CeCe Winans. She, she, this is a gospel artist that I do know. I love her. And I was listening to her and I'm not going to lie. That note that she does in one of the songs, I was like, okay. But let me tell y'all something. I I laughed at it and I loved it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to work on it. But I, I had grace with myself and I honored my gift by not, by not being hard on myself. So I love this. Um, I'm going to do another podcast. I don't know what the topic is. I love doing this. And um, please go ahead and take a look at or take a listen to my new album, Genreless. You can follow me on Instagram and you just go on the link on my bio and it, it's there. The genre um, list album is there. Um, and for people who are like, I don't feel like going on a damn IG, you can go to iTunes. You can go on Spotify. Spotify, you have to type in Tamika J with a period. I'm still dealing with Spotify with that. But anyway, um, so just go ahead and do that um my instagram is at t-a-m-i-k-a-j-m-u-s-i-c all my content is on there or you could simply go on my website music. and i know probably some of y'all wondering like oh she talking about god and she cusses yes i do i sure do (laughs) i sure diddly do okay and but i love you guys thank you for um listening to me and hearing me cry this was so therapeutic please please stay safe and i love you guys and i'll see you next on another episode of wind down with tamika j hey y'all like my song bye y'all
Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Wind Down with Tamika J. This is part two of my episode of Vocal Insecurities. And I was listening to part one and I was like, let me make sure that I'm giving them accurate information. And so I know in part one, I said that it started in the church, which is true, but um, I believe that the vocal insecurities, um, the seed was planted. I was in high school and it wasn't as big as, as it was in the church. So that's why I mentioned the church first in part in part one. But I remember in high school, I just felt like only a few people knew I can sing. And I felt like if I share it to the world, if I shared it in high school and the world of high school, that's what I'm trying to say. I, um, was going to be compared because, you know, um, I remember, and it's so funny cause she's my, she's, she's one of my um, friends now. And I would always watch her and I'm like, wow, you know, she's so great. Oh my God. I remember asking her for vocal lessons and I just always would look up, just like look up to her vocally. And I just was like, wow. Cause she hit these notes and you know, I was, um, was like, I want to do that. And so I joined the gospel choir in high school. And I remember in order to, to join the, the choir, you had to sing in front of people. And it's so funny because now I can sing in front of millions of people and whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll still be a little nervous, but back in the day, I was out. It it took me some time. And I remember, um, I said, I don't want to look at you guys. So I, turn my my back facing them and I sung um I think I sung what did I sing I forgot what I uh, was it everything I do I do it for you I don't know I was I think I sung that song but um but yeah I just remember like oh my god I was just like really really shy and I um was like I said the whole the vocal insecurity really 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 was more um apparent and and when I was singing in the church unfortunately but um I remember yeah I was just shy for me when I was in yeah elementary high school even up into the beginning of college singing for me was sacred I didn't want everybody to know because you know how it is y'all like when especially now like if you tell people who you're dating people just want to chime in people want to put you up their opinions and stuff like that and so I always felt like the reason why I was like kind of like very selective of who I was going to sing for because it was very sacred to me my my voice my singing was like my baby It, it still is my baby to be honest so me sharing it and just you know singing for just anybody was always kind of like uh you know because people have this thing called opinions you know and so back in the day I I didn't I didn't not I didn't want to hear it and I didn't care for it because it was my voice I was just so like you know um I was sensitive about it. Shit, yeah. You just like Erica Badu says, I'm, I'm, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Hell yeah. And she was right. That's a word that she said. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention too. This is why I'm doing a part two because I just love this topic. Um, is I'm a lover of music. Obviously, I, 
I am I'm a black woman that loves rock music. I'm a black woman that loves country and folk music. And in society, stereotypical terms, that is not as common. So I know for sure that it played with my vocal insecurity. It played with the vocal insecurities because when you do go to a showcase, when you do go to an open mic and things like that, because you are a black woman, they do expect you to sound a certain way. They, they want you to do all these runs. They want you to do all this stuff. And then when you come in, you know, going against the grain, sometimes they don't know really what to do with you. Um, so, like, for example, whenever I, have, whenever I do my shows, I can sing a Tony Braxton song and switch it up and do a Nirvana song. And I remember I had a show in, um, in Burbank in California and I told my band members, you know, this is the set. And we went from all genres. And I remember there's um, a group of people that were just like, thank you. Because I took them back to, you know, set the 70s. I took them to the 80s. Then, you know, I added, you know, some of my original stuff. Then I um, put some Nirvana and some Cranberries and some, you know, Lincoln Park and stuff like that. And so I just love music. And because sometimes being a black woman and being a black woman who sings, who has a soulful voice, sometimes you're always going against the grain sometimes because, um, it, it seems like the market or the, the industry wants black women needs to sing an R&B song. When it's like, no, I can, I'm a black woman that can sing a rock song. I'm a black woman that can sing a rock song. So I do believe that's another reason why there are people who deal with the vocal insecurities. Um, I really, 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 really dig um, the artists that who have who are mainstream and have a low tone like her um especially back in the day y'all with in the 90s with come on now like Tracy Chapman and her beautiful low note low, low notes Macy Gray Tony Braxton Anita Baker even way back in the day Gladys Knight you know I'm out man Sarah Vaughn Sarah Vaughn I'm now that's way back it if, if you're listening to this podcast, please do yourself a favor and just type in Sarah Vaughn on YouTube. You're welcome. Listen to a song called Good Night by Sarah Vaughn. Thank you and you're welcome. Trust me that it's, it's a beautiful song. And um, so, yeah, I just, just um, love when I see artists that are our legends are even in the lane of being legendary um and then they have a low tone and they're they're mainstream and then you hear them on the radio you hear you know they're the first thing you see when you open spotify or apple music i you know i love that and i'm, I'm manifesting that for myself yes 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 um I remember it was when was it 2000 2014 no 2012 probably I had a breakdown on stage <laughs> I remember playing my guitar and I was just going through a lot I'm not going to lie and I just broke down crying and it was in front of everybody y'all I was and it 
what I said in part one with, you know, the whole like how sometimes we get in our in our way, you know, I felt like when I was playing my guitar, when I was singing that nobody liked it. And so I'm here singing my song and I'm here like, oh, my God, come on, push through this, Tamika. And I just remember in, in front of everybody just crying. I thank God I have not had that moment. I feel like <laughs> um, that was the first and last moment I ever had like a breakdown on stage. And um, one of the things that I did want to mention in part one, and like I said before, this is why I needed to do part two, honey, because I missed some key points, is um, when I spoke about the voice. One of the things that I remember was one of the ladies from casting, um, when I was on season 17 and season 18, she would, she would, um, she would give us a pep talk because once you pass through the casting phase, now you're, you know, now you're in, you know, and she walked into the room and then she says, you all are great artists. Don't get in your head about your voice. And I'm so glad she said that because we all were in our head. <laughs> and she said that for a reason because I wasn't the only one going through the vocal insecurities while I was on the show. There were people that, there were people on that freaking show. I mean, that, yeah, the show. And also, um, we, all were, we all were in a hotel. There are people who can, I'm telling you, hit the highest notes to the lowest of the notes. I mean, and they were still going through vocal insecurities. So, you know, it made me realize even too that even the people who can sing the grand piano still go through insecurities because we're human. You know, we want our, our, our gift to, to, to sound great. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's in the studio or whether it's live. And I remember she walked into this, um, the room and she says, don't start comparing yourself. Don't start saying, oh my God, this person can do this with their voice. She said, we picked you for a reason because you're different and because you, you, you stood out. And that, that should just validate you, you, you anyway. But I felt like she said that because she knew the process. And she said this also. She says, the show does not define you. And I love that. And even though people may have their thing with the show or they may have a, a bittersweet vibe to it, the show does not define you. The Instagram followers does not define you. How many likes does not define you. It's all about the, the art. And I'm so glad she, she said that because it's true, you know. And like I said before, I know she, for sure she, she said that because... She knew what was going to happen. <laughs> she knew what, we're, what we were in for. And I'm forever thankful for her saying that. But um, I really want to um, get a conversation flowing. If you ever went through vocal insecurities, what were some of the things that you did um, to, to heal? And are you still going through it? And when you have those waves of vocal insecurities, what do you do? And also, I would love to know, um, when did it start? When was that first, when was that moment where you're just like, oh my God, oh. when you started feeling like, you know, the vocal insecurity. And also, um, 
I spoke to other artists. My I spoke to my friend who's a photographer. She goes through it. I spoke to a friend that's a rapper. She goes through it. You know, we all go through insecurities, whether it's vocally, whether it's um, whether you're a photographer, an author. We all go through some form of insecurity. And just like my song says, shameless disclaimer, um, we all go through it. Find your peace and heal through it. We are all going through something. So this is my part two of the vocal insecurity. Let's chime in. Chime in, please. Let, let's chime in. <laughs> please chime in. I want to I want to hear, hear um, I want to read and hear the comments. And as always, peace and love. Check out my new um project, Genreless. It is on all music platforms. Um, you can find me at Instagram. This is where I'm mostly at, at Instagram, uh, at Tamika J Music. Or you can simply just go ahead and go on my website, www.tamikajmusic.com. Bye, guys.